Hello, everybody. My name is Jason Bon Giovanni. I'm a leader here at New Philly. And I was on Team Malaysia. <laughs> and uh, man, that was an incredible time. <laughs> and I'm really glad I get to share with you my testimony. All right, First John 1, 3 to 4 says, That which we have seen and heard we will claim also to you, so that you too may have fellowship with us. And indeed our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And we are writing these things so that our joy may be complete. This was my first missions trip. Going into training, I had many different thoughts and ideas of what the missions field would be like. I had heard stories of miracles, signs and wonders, demons being cast out, and the kingdom of darkness being destroyed by the awesome power of God. I don't know what the rest of my team was thinking, but I was trying so hard to prepare myself for the warfare that awaited us. I wanted to see God's glory fall in powerful ways, and I was not disappointed. It just didn't happen the way I thought it would. <laughs> and the weapon that we found waiting for us was definitely not what I expected. When we think of a battlefield, the last thing we expect to find is joy. But that is what our team found, and through fellowship, we learned to wield this mighty weapon to destroy the works of the enemy. I first noticed this joy during our team fellowship times, but I didn't fully comprehend its power or necessity. Upon arriving at our first church and meeting Pastor John Wutang, our NPWM contact, we quickly saw that he was a man filled with joy. He quickly caught on to and participated in any jokes that were running through our team, such as telling us the river consisted of tea and milk, and letting Judy Kim, our team videographer, crack a hard-boiled egg against his head at breakfast. But it was not only Pastor John. Everyone we met seemed to be filled with this joy. And we all accessed this joy through fellowship. Whenever we went into a house, there was always a time of fellowship. Being relational with the families was all it took to access this joy. In tribal Malaysian culture, whenever there is a visitor in a household, it is customary to break out the instruments and to dance. As you saw. <laughs> It is a beautiful dance native to the Borneo region with very slow and deliberate movements and fancy footwork. Whenever our team, uh, sorry, whenever our team went, the people quickly encouraged us all to participate. When I signed up for missions, I had no idea I would be doing so much dancing. <laughs> <laughs> At first it was uncomfortable for me, but by the end I'm sure my team will agree that I quickly came to enjoy it. <laughs> Dancing is one of the ways that we release joy in this trip. One night after altar ministry had ended, everyone was still standing around. There had not been any outward manifestations, but everyone was, was hungry for more. There was a little bit of an awkward, what do we do now vibe kind of going around. But the answer came to us quickly, and the team members and all the congregation began to worship with dance, and joy filled the room. As the week went on, we began to pray as the week went on, we began to pray for other new creative ways to fellowship with the people we met. We weren't disappointed. I watched my teammates play with children, making them laugh and sometimes cry. <laughs> but more often than not, the one child that was crying was sitting in one of our laps and holding us close by the end of our visit. I watched Eunice, our team leader, just sit next to elderly women and hold their hands in silence. 
Catherine and Lydia, our team doctor and team mom, would give back rubs. Ted, who was head of our pastoral hospitality, would tirelessly learn the local dialect. <laughs> I swear, he was almost fluent by the time we left. <laughs> and he would just bless people with the joy that just seemed to radiate off him the entire trip. <laughs> In one travel longhouse, all the brothers and one sister got to do some bench presses with a group of guys. I like that part. <laughs> and needless to say, God inspired us to be very creative with how we related to everyone and was able to work through us to release joy despite the language barrier. The joy was thick, and when it came time to pray, we did it with joy. We came to pray a lot for physical healing. The main cash crop on Borneo is palm oil. The oil is obtained from big palm fruits that weigh a couple of kilos. One is not very heavy, but when, you are, but when many are gathered in one huge basket, you suddenly have a 100-pound load on your back. Many of the people we prayed for had back and knee pain from carrying these massive loads day in and day out. It was clear that, these pe it was clear that the people we met seemed, weather seemed weathered down and worn, but they had joy, and God is good. His love manifested through many physical healings. By the end of the trip, it was no surprise to me when God healed someone of knee and back pain, but it was just as glorious as the first time I saw it. And it multiplied the joy all around us. But joy doesn't mean that there aren't any hardships. And what James said in his letter was very prevalent to us. Count it all, count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds, for you know that testing of your faith produces steadfastness. Personally, the trials I experienced were from fear. Fear of not being good enough, fear of making a wrong move, or fear of not noticing what God wanted me to notice. On our second day of ministry, we were visiting a longhouse, and Pastor John said that there would be a short service with a short sermon. This took our team by surprise, and I remember thinking, cool, Pastor Myunghua, our team preacher, is going to preach on the spot, and it's going to be awesome. Five minutes later, while we were having fellowship, she looks at me and says, Jason, do you have your Bible? I nervously said, yes, <laughs> to which she responded, you have 10 minutes, keep it short and simple. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> I simply smiled and went to prepare. What could I say? My superior just gave me an order. <laughs> Hebrews 13, 17 tells us to obey our leaders and to do it with joy, <laughs> without groaning. So that's what I did. But there was one problem. I was scared out of my mind, and I had no idea what to preach on. I sat, and I prayed a lot, <laughs> and then it hit me. I'll preach on fear. <laughs> and I'll do, it bold, I'll do it boldly and joyfully. I was still scared, but I took joy with me in my obedience, and it gave me strength. Joy and obedience must go hand in hand. As the week went on, another fear was trying to get itself in my way. You see, before we even set foot in Malaysia, in our first team meeting, Pastor Emily, our team leader's assistant, and Pastor Myunghua both prophesied that there was a specific young man that I was going to minister to on this trip. Naturally, when I heard that, I was worried that I would miss this person. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
Every time we went to a longhouse, I was always on the lookout for this one young man. <laughs> But we didn't meet very many, and the ones we did meet didn't speak the best English. I started to think that God wasn't going to let me know who this person was, and I would just have to be content with, a, with being a blessing to someone and without knowing it. But when God says he's going to do something, he does it. One night after a service, I was walking over to pray for someone when I heard, Hey, Jason. <laughs> I didn't recognize the voice, but the way he said it, but the way he said my name was as if he knew me. I turned in surprise. There was a young man, and he spoke English better than I did. <laughs> he began talking to me about the, about the introduction I gave that night, which was the only time he really got to see or hear me. I still wasn't sure if this was the person I was waiting for. <laughs> so I just talked to him to try to get to know him. I learned his name was Henry. I prayed for him and then learned that we were going to visit his house the next day. When we arrived, his sister, who was our translator for the service the previous night, said to me, you must be Jason. Henry was talking all night about you. He loves you for some reason. <laughs> Right then, I had to believe that this was the young man that was prophesied about. <laughs> At that point, I thought I would begin to worry about every single word I spoke to him. But then God spoke to me. He said, Jason, I highlighted you for him. You simply obeyed me to come to this nation, and I did the work. That day and the next day when I met with Henry, there was no fear of failure because God was the one moving. I was simply obeying. And because there was no fear, there was true fellowship. And from that fellowship came joy. Before, before this trip, Pastor Emily also prophesied that God was going to blow my mind. <laughs> And that prophecy definitely came to pass. God's thoughts are not our thoughts. And where we see a simple emotion, God sees a mighty weapon of war. The enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy not just in a physical sense, but in an emotional and spiritual one as well. Christ came so that we may have life, that we, ha that we may have an abundant life, a life with the fullness of joy in all that we do. When you pray for Pastor John and the churches in Borneo, in the Borneo region, pray that the fullness of joy will be ever present with them. Joy is contagious and it beats back the works of the enemy. Pray that the families of the longhouses will remember all the healing that God brought to them, both inside and out. And pray that God will continue to empower Pastor John and Pastor Peter, the national director of MPWM Malaysia, that they would be taken to new heights with God and be able to spread his joy throughout the nation. John 17:13 declares that, that if we are in Christ, we are filled with joy. Joy is something we must believe that we have. It is something we must take with us into battle. Joy is our strength. You might ask, how can I feel this joy? The answer is simple. Fellowship. Fellowship with God and fellowship with other believers. Isolation on the battlefield leads to a very quick death. But fellowship with God and his sons leads to an abundant life and joy complete. Thank you. <laughs>